0: I'm gonna kill your friend,
1: and I'll do it very, very slow. Gonna inflict much pain. You're gonna hear a guy beg for his life, lady, cause he betrayed Nani Vitali.
2: That's the car I want.
1: Don't worry, there will be no bloodshed. Don't worry. There will be no bloodshed And now it's time to sit back and enjoy the two true freaks internet radio broadcast Bre lonce is a guy gone! Chris Honeywell is an internet loudmouth.
2: But if we don't have
1: any police, who's going to protect us? Hated and reviled by his few remaining friends, he catches the attention of Thomas DJ, perhaps the world's most cunning supervillain. Ensconced in his ultra-scientific hideout, with only his robot army and stunning assistant to keep him company, DJ springs into action.
0: Is this idiocy, Virginia? Use the molecular transmigration beam to bring this
1: fool to me. Virginia trains the hellish mechanism, and with a clap like thunder and in a blinding psychedelic light, Chris Honeywell stands
0: before his tormentor. Normally, I do not suffer fools, but I see beyond the yawning. Of ignorance that is your brain and the endless sluice of sewage which is your mouth, they form a basic animal intelligence that I may be able to mold to my own devices.
2: Uh, okay.
0: Therefore, in my mercy, I offer you two choices instant, painless disintegration, or you study grindhouse movies at my feet now!
2: CHOOSE! Uh, I choose not Disintegration. So be it. In one month, I shall assign you a movie to watch, and will summon you again.
0: Be ready, or the consequences shall be swift and
2: merciless. Right, but how do I get to the- NOW GO!
1: And thus began one of the most dangerous and unpredictable endeavors in evil sciencing. The Honeywell Experiment! <laughs> Virginia,
0: summon the subject! Okay, bring him, bring him in. Come on, step forward. Right, why are you just standing there in the teleport? Virginia, go, 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 go get him.
2: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Look who I got. <laughs> Oh, I learned something Is from it... the Mad Dog Killer. <laughs> you are definitely going
0: to regret this if you do what you, or you think you're going to do.
2: Oh, step away from the controls. <laughs> I'm free. Free. All right. Who's in control now? Evil genius. <laughs> Who's evil now? Oh.
0: I give, I give, I give, I give. I told you you we were going to regret this. Ow, 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 Sit down, ow. Virginia. Ah. Ah. Ow. Ow. Oh. See that that um, oh. Israeli female soldier DNA that I mixed into the cocktail I used oh. to grow Virginia comes in handy.
2: Ow. Oh, that hurt. Oh, you can't blame me for at least trying. Well, at least I'm not going to pour lime
0: on you while you're
2: still alive. Ah. Ah. Wait, what? Ah! She just poured lime juice on my... Ah.
0: Okay, scratch that. We did pour a lime on you.
2: Oh. Why? Ah. I hope you've learned your lesson. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Oh. So I think I'm gonna be learning it for a while. Oh, tonight's, oh.
0: Well, tonight's film is 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 pretty darn
2: violent. Oh, this movie told me this was how I got out of jail.
0: Well, you didn't, did you? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Don't mess with the brain! Oh We are we watched this. For this month, we watched 1977's Sergio Greco joint. It was his last film because he died shortly after it was released.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: Um, and it goes under several names. Um, but is perhaps best known as Beast with a Gun. Because it's about a, a guy named Nani. Who is a feral beast who likes to kill and rape and uh, expose people's boobs and rape some more. And um, his battle of wits with um, the um, police detective Giulio Santini and it, it, it's it's kind of gross.
2: <laughs> this is it a has, bad-natured movie. I'm yeah. surprised it was actually not bloodier. It's it's sort of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in it, where there's a lot more violent movies, but it's just it's got a it's got a nasty heart beating at the but center of it.
0: That's the thing. Even though that there are jazz with most of these films from the 70s where there are there are long stretches of nothing happening there is just an air of nastiness throughout the film this is this is a foul-mouthed film
2: um well especially when it comes to women
0: oh oh yeah oh yeah it's like they're like there are, there are three women in this film I'm surprised the first woman didn't get raped as well
2: well there's uh, there's surprisingly only one rape in the movie yeah, yeah. It, well it seems like there's gonna be a lot more when when you see the movie and for the sheer amount of girls in it too it's just like oh no every time this guy's around women it's just like oh no <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I was I was fearing for uh, for Christ what was it Christine Car- Carla
2: was her name? The judge's daughter.
0: The judge, the judge's daughter. Yeah, yeah. But on yeah. the other hand, what she got was kind of pretty bad as well. Hmm. Um. But this, this film, this film is is basically Helmet Berger's film, because he is the titular beast with a gun, or ferocious beast with a gun, or mad dog killer, or street killer. Which are some of the alternate titles? They all work.
2: They all work just fine. Yeah.
0: Or, 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 get this: wild beast with machine guns.
2: Okay. True too.
0: And uh, I like the fact. I think I gotta tell you the truth. I think ferocious is the best a title for this film.
2: Well, yeah. They. The. The. I think the key element that sets this apart from like a million other movies. Is that there's you know, there's a lot of familiar elements in, in it. There's this sort of like serial psychopath killer, which was like oh, what was the guy's name, Starkweather or whatever? There was there was a there was a you know, there was a a, a, a lot of, you know, and in cold blood and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just sort of the the unhinged killer movies going around and and the, the italian polizia movie and like italian police are classically in italian movies inept yeah. and stuff and this is sort of this is sort of true to that tradition but at the same yeah. time they they do they do eventually <laughs> yeah, the <only laughs> they do eventually get their man through their yeah. police work or whatever the but the the, the thing officer, about this movie is about how oh go ahead
0: I was about to say the only police officer who is, it seems, competent in this entire film is uh, Commissioner Santini.
2: Yeah, and he's still he's still fumble he's still fumble. That's the thing is like yeah. at halfway about halfway through the movie, you start to think to yourself, this guy might just you know this might be a movie about how this guy has a charmed existence. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, you you, you there's a there's a point about midway through where he doesn't say it, quote unquote, but he basically said, you know, he keeps telling, keeps telling this woman, you know, don't worry, you know, now that you're with the police we will protect you. Yeah. And, and, and she almost and, gets her
0: gets sniped to death.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's it's not it's it's not working. You know, this this guy and like I was wondering is this guy going to actually like brainwash her into you know like succeed in brainwashing her into to working for him or right. whatever and you, you about halfway through you're like this guy could actually you know this movie is so like mean-spirited by the end this guy could this guy could be like sneaking away in his disguise and that's the end of the movie. Right so that's what which you think- don't want because he is just on un- they 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 don't hinge him at all he is right. completely free of hinges and hinging and uh and so like you actually start it, it like you it, it it it's not like a lot of modern movies that will mm-hmm. sort of sensationalize and turn the him into an anti-hero or something. You want to see this guy shot dead in the street, you know. Mm-hmm. They 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 make him live up to the, the beast the beast title. So like right. you are legitimately instead of being like, oh, I'm having fun with this guy's crazed, you know, like I'm just letting my id go and letting the, you know, enjoying this guy's unhinged tear through society no you want him you you want him taken out of the 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 game altogether
0: (laughs) that's what i think separates this film from a lot of the other uh, italian crime films is just the unrelenting tone Mm -hmm. the unrelenting just disgust with humanity that this film seems to have I think that's why it has the reputation it has uh, because it does have this reputation as being particularly violent and it's not violent more than the last one we saw, you know, the mafia connects back in episode three. Right. Um, But the tone throughout the film is just very nasty. And the violence when it comes I mean, the fact that the major set piece in the first act, we have uh, Nani Vitali, played by Helmut Burger, um, find the guy who snitched on him with his girlfriend. He rapes the girlfriend and, while his cohorts are beating the snitch. Then he forces the girlfriend to watch him being beaten to death to near death because he's still alive he's still moving in that in that grave
2: yeah i don't know how he lived by being fa- after being how he didn't drown after being faced yeah. down in that puddle for like 10 minutes but uh, that well, was nasty whatever. ass water yeah
0: but um he was still alive when they they poured the, the quick lime on him and buried him And he makes sure she watches this. So it's 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 not. And and none of this is done in a shocking way or or a gory way.
2: But. Just
0: the the way.
2: Well, when it was a matter of fact way, which is which is like was sort of like coming into style like that, because it was it was sort of like like the book in cold blood which was just sort of like this matter-of-fact telling of this horrifying story and it makes it more more horrifying or like um um last house on the left or something like that that just sort of tells it in this dry style that makes it even more creepy it's i think it's just what
0: what what drives this film over the top and makes it memorable is just birth. Berger himself is just so gross. And so I mean, look at look at the Italian connect, uh the mafia connection that we saw, right? Mm-hmm. What do we remember about that? We remember um Woody Strode and um Oh, how come I can't remember his name? Um, Howard Silva. Oh, Silva. Henry Silva. Silva. Uh, It's these films are good when there is at least one really memorable character. And Nani has grossed out. As much as you want him to die, as much as you detest him, is memorable.
2: Yeah, and I love that the cop, like the the main cop, the hero cop, is basically sort of a generic Italian Chuck yeah. Norris. You know? He's, he's just he's, he's, he's American a, just a Chuck be-
0: Norris chasing after American um, Jane Gum from Silence of the Lamps.
2: And, and all the other cops remind me of Pink Panther movies mm-hmm. where they're all these just sort of like mellow old guys who've yeah. been in their job for so long. And they're all really competent, but they're all old. They're all just sort of like, it, you know, they're very efficient and dry. And it was I, I just sort of enjoyed that dynamic. Right. They weren't they weren't completely stooged out. And uh, right. they were they were competent. This guy wasn't even outsmarting them he was just like out crazying them he was just so crazy that it's like okay put a bunch of cops here I'll just shoot my way out of whatever you know so so they like nobody's ever seems to be prepared for that in this movie Mm -hmm. so it's like you know when they when they do the whole setup of the the robbery and the cops are set up for it and it's just like okay you know They've actually got him surrounded by a bunch of other cops, but just by just by sheer gunpower. And I like that. I like that. Like the minute he's he's deprived of his gun and his knife, he's just pathetic. Mm-hmm. And uh although and, he is a kicking fool. Yes. Yeah, he is, but it's, like, but it's the desperate if... acts of a uh, last desperate acts of a of a sad, gunless, knifeless <laughs> psychopath.
0: Um, and there and... was a time I was wondering if this takes place in the same universe as most Kung Fu movies. Does it seem like everybody went immediately towards the, the high kicks in the roundhouses?
2: You know? at least it wasn't in, in 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 like in the last movie where like take it like the roundhouses were taking out two three people at a time yeah these were more reasonable roundhouses but yeah i i it, 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 and it's funny because like if you if you total this movie up like the last half of it seems to be going very dark and then they back it all up more or yeah. less, you know, da- the the judge isn't dead. You know, they set it up like uh, yeah. he's killed the judge. He's humiliated his sister, mm-hmm. and all this, and you know, the guy. So it's sort of set up into a little seven sort of situation yeah. where he could take this, you know, finish off this guy's miserable life, but he's going to send him mm-hmm. to prison instead. And then, oh, the judge is still, you know, card off on the, you know, with a bandage on his arm. And the right. And, it, and it, it came
0: died. off. Remember that alternate ending to um, the Great Silence? Yes, that's how it felt to me. Yes, that it was just this, this this ending that was rushed together to to make the film end kind of on a high note. Yes, when it really did say, des- yeah it really is, yeah. To say at the
2: end, you know, yes, crime does not pay, and.
0: I mean I, I think what I was expecting was for Santini to become as brutal as
2: Vitali was. I was expecting
0: I Santini, also was expecting
2: more Marissa Mel because that, that see that's what I was the, the, her her storyline just ends at a certain it, point. It, it just she just drops out of the picture. It just it just doesn't matter anymore and it's yeah. it's gone and what I was expecting because of that was at the end you would have Santini on the ground about to get finished off and he wasn't gonna kill him and and then you know he thinks he's got him then he's gonna get killed and then Marissa Mel comes in and puts a bullet between the the bad guy's eye hero, hero didn't have to kill him and she yeah. got her she got Reset. her pound of flesh yeah yes. and that would have that would that was how I was that was what i was like expecting to happen at any second and it didn't
0: i also was expecting that there was going to be a um, a relationship between santini and giuliana because it seemed like they were teasing that
2: yeah yeah that's what i thought i thought he was going to totally brainwash her and yeah at some point at some point we would think she was working with the cops but it was all Part of a plan he put her up to, you know. Mm-hmm. Let let the cops protect you, and then at the right time, you can put the knife in Santini's neck. Right. And if you don't do it, your whole family's dead. You know that sort of thing. Yes. But... It, it, it's it's funny though, because this is this is
0: uh, ten years on from *Danger Diabolic*. Um, she's obvious. She's a little older. She's let her hair go natural. Because this is her natural hair color. Um, she's still stunning. Uh, and um, it's just really, really uncomfortable. What? Of course, the thing is, it was two things. Watching her get raped was very uncomfortable. On the other hand, I'm thinking, wait a minute this this is this is Diabolix' kick-ass assistant. She should be beating the living hell out of this.
2: Yeah. Guy yeah yeah she does like it looks like she could probably beat him up too but at least they do the standard italian sort of thing where like it's like okay they're supposed to be having sex but i don't think that's physically possible in that position it's the, yes he you know, humps
0: her leg
2: he's just sort of humping her leg so so it's sort of so maybe like I mean, it's still a rape, but it's like she was just like, "Well, that was really weird." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's.
2: But,
0: it, I, I kept looking. That's the that's the other thing that was going through my mind. I'm like, you're 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 kind of just dry humping her thigh. It's obvious. That he, so so yeah, and he does it again in the in the I, nude scene.
2: I <laughs> thought they were setting up a sort of Manson-like thing, where yeah. he just totally you know, breaks her brain and so she thinks, you know, this guy just is like, you know, her own personal demon that she can't get away with, so she has to do what he says or whatever, you know? I thought it was totally heading in that direction. I thought, like... But no, her character ends up being a stronger character than that, sort of. Yeah. But, well, yeah. she shoots him. Yeah. She...
0: You know, and she gets out of this unscathed, Pretty, you know, because after she gets shot in the leg. Uh, she then hangs out with her father and that's it. She has a happy ending, I guess.
2: I guess that she's going back to her sort of domineering father. See that was? He's sort like, like he's he's portrayed. I don't think like culturally and when in the writing of the movie they thought of him as being like a domineering parent but if i was you know he's just like "Ah, at last you're done living on your own and can come back and stay with your father you know yeah and i mean it was very like a italian culture at that time uh, where that was just sort of like a happy ending but to me it was just like to me, I, I was at first thinking, okay, that's setting up that she's used to being dominated. You know, right. that she, her life has been dominated mm-hmm. by men. Or, but I'm thinking in 2021. Yeah, <laughs> thinking and yeah. yeah, and and that does and it does and and nobody who was writing that movie was thinking that, or directing it or acting in it was thinking any of that stuff when they when they made it. So, it never plays out, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that it, wasn't the kind of movie it, it, it was. It, the, the, it, it's pure exploitation. It really doesn't have much to say, you know, besides just, like, violence is bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the one thing... The other thing that makes this film unique is that it, it's very much on the side of the cop. Cause yes. that's the other thing about a lot of these uh, Italian crime films of the 70s, is that you're almost meant to sympathize I still want to show you the boss at one point
2: yeah well that's depends- the thing is we're never really like against the cops in Italian movies it's mm-hmm. just that we're against them in, in as far as it's like why are you bothering with them they're not going to do any good for <laughs> you yeah. at all they are to stumble around in the background while the protagonist figures out what's going on or is you know deeply involved the cops are there not to believe you and to just do the the absolute they're sort of like the cops in italian movies are sort of like the parents in nightmare on elm street movies they're there to be like useful they're 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 not uh they're not an enemy but they're just so dumb and ineffectual that they're uh, that they're uh, they're gonna end up you know working to your disadvantage they're a liability that's the word i'm looking for
0: so we should mention uh, Richard Harrison, who plays uh, Detective Santini, who was a fairly big star in it- Italy at the time. Uh, he started out in Peplums, which isn't something I have not shown you yet. I haven't shown you a Peplum film, mainly because they suck. But he <laughs> was in... no, 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 a lot of Peplums are, are just dull uh and they're they're very homoerotic too but um yeah he he came in play doing a lot of peplum then of course he did some spaghetti westerns and some uh italian spy films and then he ended up doing some policias so he, he had a career there for about 20 years oh i, I love the title for this one this is a, this is a film he was in dig your grave friend Sabata's coming
2: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, is that not... The f- the, the find in there is gratuitous but awesome.
0: I I love once again shoot Joe and shoot again. I love Italian movie titles. I'm sorry. Oh, um This is like I I think that's what I think that people who hearing this reputation of how violent this film is coming to it will be disappointed. But I think that the overbearing tone, which is so misogynistic, so misanthropic.
2: It makes uh, you feel like you've seen something more violent than you have. It's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You come out of it it, 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 with the, the the implications of it are grosser that, and the just general theme of it is, is darker than what actually happens in it if you write a summary mm. you know see a synopsis of this it sounds like almost any you know just sort of italian crime psycho right. story that you could you could think of but like yeah no you you, you and, and then you have, want the to shower subplot, <laughs> you have a shower afterwards
0: have subplot in the third act with bimbo the kid
2: yeah 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 yeah
0: who it turns out has been worse, has worshipped Nino Fatali for years and wants to be as violent as him and is
2: begging to
0: get a chance to kill.
2: <laughs> and they have their little weird I don't know if it's Oh, that where, one
0: scene where where, where they bed down to sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that was that, that, that really seemed weirdly pretty,
0: homoerotic,
2: pretty homoerotic, but then I yeah. was just like. But it could just be that Italians are kind of homoerotic, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, basically like I mean, Italians are no are known as being more, you know, like tactile, like we'll we'll touch each other more, you know, right. whether it's sexual or not, you know, what might seem sexual. So I didn't know if it was just a cultural thing, or if that was meant to be like a little. You know, to, to say something, he definitely, he definitely had that sort of like in those movies, the, the coded as being homosexual thing of, of like, you know, violence and domination towards women and just hate, hating, hating them, you know, yeah, like he calls the judge's daughter twat, which is not oh, something yeah. you hear outside of like porno movies really. And, and it's,
0: that's, that word is used several times
2: yeah they they don't use this i don't think the c word had the like heft or the use that it did then or it would have been used in this movie because he was just like he anything degrading he could think like he he was very he put a lot of thought into his his degrading language towards women he really did not like them
0: i mean there's that scene the 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 scene when he's in bed with uh, uh not Claudia, um, with Marissa Mel, Juliana, and he's explaining to her the plan and he says very clearly, You're beautiful, but you're disposable. He's he's very frank about the fact, don't fuck with me, because the only reason you're alive is I think you're purdy.
2: Yeah, he's 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 like methodically brainwashing her. Yeah, you know.
0: So um but yeah but I think that that's what people like that's what I think people are going to come to this film uh because of its reputation of being very violent and they're going to overlook the fact that it's it's emotionally violent not exactly right. physically violent um they I don't think there's really a healthy relationship in this film maybe, No maybe the judge and his judge and car, and his daughter but that's about it maybe
2: for for what we know of it yeah for what we know of it it's presented as such but we don't know we you know but yeah yeah you're right the, and um like I, I the only is- thing that's sort of like a nuanced relationship well, I thought that was like really like realistic was him and his sister yeah where his sister where his sister wasn't gonna turn him in mm. and she wasn't gonna tell him off. And she right. even gave him money, like, mm-hmm. in in exchange for money that could get her in trouble for mm-hmm. some counterfeit money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when she talked to the cops, she wasn't, you know, she she was, you know, she you could tell she was hoping that they, you know, they're going to...
0: That was such a strange sequence. Because it... Now, granted, also we didn't know Santini had a sister until she shows, literally just shows up in the third act. Although we do know that, that he, he has a father because he calls him in the first act. Well, I, I wonder if Vitali would have worked better, just has this kind of force of nature onto himself. If that that moment, which I
2: think was maybe supposed to soften him, humanize him a little bit, like, he he actually does have human, and, and that's, that's the thing, is that that is kind of realistic, because at the end, it turns out, it's the standard Harry Potter thing, is the bad guy ends up being a a mewling Mm -hmm. baby full of pain, you know, sort of, sort of thing, so, he's he's got soft spot he's got soft spots for family and and stuff like that and probably you know whatever had a terrible childhood or what you know whatever mm-hmm. but that's that's the only like nuance One. thrown into his character at all but it's it's a decent it's a decent bit of it but it's sort of out of place with the rest of the movie <clears throat> where he's just a snarling Beast, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, snarling mad dog. He's not opera. He's got sort of I mean, he's plans. Proud
0: of it, he actually says. You know what they call me? The mad dog murderer.
2: Yeah, yeah. and his plans all just basically his plans are like he has plans that are plans, hmm. but they always lead to just a point where it's like, all right, pull out your guns and shoot everybody. <laughs> you know. They don't. They're they're not hastily. They're not like intricately crafted plans to, to get anything done, and and then they always end with like his original plan is get out of jail, get out of the country, and then they blow the get out of the country part, and then he's just like, I'm just gonna get revenge on, anybody who's crossed me now, and you know, and at the end I'll just shoot my way out and plan it from there, you know.
0: Violence to him is not just is not just a tool, it's the tool.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I he mean, wants look at, to get to that. Yeah. Look at, at the, the scene in the gas station. He doesn't have Yeah, to, where he shoots Luigi from, where he, yeah. from oh, Mario my, that I was that's
0: what I was thinking I was like What's Super Mario doing in here? Uh <laughs> With Luigi. Yes. But the thing is he beats that guy pretty much to death I think it's very much implied he is dying when his son picked you know uh,
2: c- when he which- tells his son to call the cops yeah. yeah
0: Um. he didn't have to do that but
2: he chooses to it makes he- it worse for him yeah it, 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 it sends up a red red flag there now they know where he was at that yeah. time and where you know what what kind of car, you know, it, yeah. he could have just gone in, bought his gas, and moved on. Well, and he might not. It was established earlier on that they needed money.
0: But yes. still, they could have pulled the gun on, on Luigi, took the money in his pocket, uh, emptied the register, and gone. But he chose to beat him to death. It,
2: it's and it's they like, didn't. They maybe could. That's, oh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. if you're if you're like okay, there's a valid psycho plot is leave behind no witnesses, but they left the sun mm-hmm. because there was yeah. no plan. It was just, it was just beat him up, take the money. And I thought it was pretty funny that they used the, the term "dough" a lot. That was just seemed like yeah. just a, an anachronism in the movie. You know, give me the dough. You know, it, it was mm-hmm. almost like a '40s gangster. Type dialogue, which I I thought was right. kind of funny, but yeah, they it, yeah, it was just completely un, unplanned violence and not di- that. And and it's probably good that they did it like that because it makes him it makes him seem crazy. Because you know, if he was just a cold blooded methodical killer, it, it's it's sort of like the the George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino dynamic in, in right. In Uh, uh, Dust Till Dawn, yeah, where where George Clooney is just like, is you know, we gotta kill all the witnesses. Where whereas Quentin Tarantino is just looking to (laughs) to turn any situation into a chance to kill somebody, and and this guy does not have the the George Clooney side of his of his, his. He 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 leaves that up to his flunkies. He has flunkies to do all the like actual work and, and and do like thinking criminal stuff until they're all either caught or, or gone. But he seems to have that mental hold over people where the flunkies mm-hmm. won't turn... They, they, when they get caught, they're just like right. spitting in the cop's eye. I'm not going to tell you anything about none of that. And he's got a new flunky who's like, I've been worshipping you since I was a little boy right. torturing frogs. And so... So he's he's yeah. kind of Manson like. Teach,
0: teach me how to be. Teach me how to be brutalist. Yeah. I and what's expect, great is that this, guy is this that guy explain is. Why.
2: What what's funny is Bimbo's a lot to learn. And but Bimbo's just as unhinged as him, and Bimbo's like, after like ten minutes of like you're my hero, he's like we're going to do this and this and like sort of like all of a sudden and like, I don't know if your plan's a good plan and stuff like that. So it's just like, Ooh, this guy just got somebody as unhinged as him. And now he's got his own liability in bimbo. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm willing to say that violence is where Vitaly um focuses his sexuality yeah y- you never see I mean yeah it, it's it's in violence that he gets his rocks off It's he's, in the, the sadism
2: yeah he's he's, he's using brings. sex as a violence tool it's it's as much as pistol whipping or shooting somebody it's the same thing he's not like ooh a sexy lady he's like ooh I'm going to dominate this person. And that—that is—it's uh, everything in this movie is him, you yeah. know, from the very first shot of him coming out of the 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 jail with, you know, human shields. It's it's just basically mm-hmm. him dominating someone with a weapon yeah. in order to get what he wants. And when he's stripped with his weapon, he can't dominate anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, th- there's another example of. He did not have to beat that guard as badly as he did. He chose to do that. I mean, that the guard is literally saying, "I can't. I I don't. Don't know. I can't do nothing to you," and he still beats him.
2: He doesn't have bullets in his gun, which is
0: why I thought the, the yeah, which is why I thought. The scene with the couple on the side of the road where they, they hijack their car is kind of out of place because they're they they really don't brutal i i, I there was a second i they just don't
2: have time for that,
0: for that woman because i thought they were gonna that, yeah
2: and you know what, especially they, since you
0: open her blouse, I was just I was
2: sure that she was going she was going to be. No, they, they didn't have time to. And in the end, he they, he got to get his sadism in by taking their keys and, and letting them discover a body in the back of their car, you know, with a with a bullet in its head. You know, so so he got mm-hmm. he got to be sadistic through it. You know, and, and it might and and his sadism yeah. ne- isn't necessarily in killing people. You know, he he enjoys killing people, but like he seems to like he seems to be mm-hmm. more into <coughs> killing the people that he wants to like get revenge on, and then just scarring horribly the, the people who are in the way. Yeah, you know. He's not as much into killing yeah. them as into just as into just terrorizing them and scarring them for life, which is even more sadistic because then they get to live the rest of their life in you know broken by him.
0: Yeah, it's it's it is not a, this is not a fun film, people. This is um, this is definitely I, well, I wouldn't put it that far up. It, it, it is definitely in thriller or cruel picture territory.
2: Yeah, it it's is, not quite a cruel picture, but it's it's in the same psychic zone.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, the question is, do we endorse people to watch it?
2: I think the people who... I think the people who should watch it know who they are. (laughs) Yeah. If you're, if you're Um, into, if you're into that, that, those, that genre of Italian movies. Yeah, definitely. You want to watch this one because it's a, it's, it's different and it's, it's engaging through the whole movie. It had me, it had me engaged through the whole thing and it, but it wasn't necessarily the most pleasant thing, but that's, yeah, no, sort of. Not what when when the movie starts out. That's not what you're, you know. With like thriller, a cruel picture, there was some element of, um, you know, it was building up towards revenge. Where this one is, is sort of the opposite, where it's re- revenge being carried out by the by the wrong person and then it's 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 sort of like bringing it it's more focused with bringing it to an end rather than any kind of uh you know psychic re- resolution to the to the drama mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's in the but it's in the same sort of uh bleak view of humanity area
0: <laughs> and we should mention that this film does pop up. In a Tarantino film. Does it? Um, yes, yes. In Jackie Brown. Bridget Fonda is watching it on the TV. Oh, okay. So, um, obviously he saw it. <laughs> he liked it enough.
2: He must have liked it, yep. Yeah.
0: So, um,
2: yeah. I, in- I interesting, was- interesting. Uh, you know, that that's... Uh, you know it's sort of um it's 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 a it's sort of a good one to put in jackie brown because jackie Mm -hmm. brown was sort of like the, the the uh an inverse of what was happening where you know she was getting getting her life taken over by the bad guys and the cops at the same time and she she is strong enough to you know wrangle wrangle her way through both of those. Right. Whereas Well, well,
0: that's the funny the funny thing is that that is perhaps Jackie Brown and that's my favorite uh, of all the Tarantino yeah. films. Yeah, Come mine too. Guys, I think. Is that it's the most human of Tarantino's films. It's the film that feels that doesn't feel like Tarantino just showing you showing off. His ZVD collection
2: well like you know, it's I love the only, all Tarantino's. yeah it's the only one other one bes, bes, that and Kill Bill are the only movies of his that I can think of off the top of my head that are driven by one character that are focused like you know character centric and you know and Kill Bill is is mm-hmm. wild you know it's 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 not realistic Whereas Jackie Brown is set firmly mm-hmm. in, in reality or in, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a version of, a close to reality version of, of reality. And it's, right. yeah, it is, it's, it's completely, it's completely well, well, the human. Thing about,
0: yeah, the thing, the thing I love about, uh, Kill Bill is that, um, Part one is where all the wild, insane stuff happens. Yes. And part two is part two is actually pretty human. It, it's, it's more not human. as human as Jackie Brown, but it does have a lot of humanity. It yeah, does. But it but it the situation a lot the of situations
2: in it, it are more other like you know, getting locked in a casket. You know, right? Battle, putting snakes in, putting snakes in suitcases, right. and and plucking out eyes and stuff like that. And uh, sub yeah. subplots with uh, is is the subplot See, with their, that, that their to master me is the... in the first movie or the second movie? I can't remember. But like, yeah. But Jackie Brown is just firmly like Jackie um, Brown. Is I it, it, it's yeah, Jackie Brown like like when you see her walking through that airport Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like whenever i'm in like whenever i come to visit new york city and i like either end up at an airport or end up in queens or something and you see real people getting out of work and going home and looking tired and and you know that that are older that are like Mm -hmm. you know pam greer's age and in that and like her character is just so firmly in that. She's gotten involved in some crime, but on a very street, you know, real, real level. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's, it's, it's set in that, that reality, you know, she's not going to Kung Fu fight anybody. She's yeah. just use her common sense and, you know, and, it, and I mean, it, it has everything to do with it What was it an elmore leonard story
0: yes Was see that's the thing is i think that i would like to see tarantino adapt other yeah. works because i think that's one of the reasons why jackie brown is as strong as it is is yeah. that because it's an adapted work he had a structure he had to kind of
2: I he hear. could fit his stuff into it. Yeah. There was a lot of this the elements of Elmore Leonard that are very that were very formative to him. Right. And that fit his his style. So he could put in the scenes of dialogue with, you know, De Niro and right. Samuel Jackson in the car and stuff that are super Tarantino mm-hmm. but still make it work it works even better that way because it's grounded in reality because his weird convert quote weird quote unquote weird conversations are actually very realistic they're just not very Mm -hmm. they just weren't very traditionally cinematic at the time right and and but when you put them in in kill bill they're more otherworldly but when you put them in when you put it in Jackie Brown, all of a sudden it's very realistic. You know, it feels more like actual, like, yeah, these, these, this would happen here. You know, it has, I
0: would like to see Tarantino yeah. adapt, um, James, a James L. Roy novel. I think that would be an interesting mm-hmm. thing for him. Um, I think if he decided to adapt one of the Max Allen Collins historical mysteries featuring Nate Heller, that would also be really, really interesting because that would uh, appeal to his love of the history of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very gritty and it's very dark. There's, there's one uh, that Collins wrote about the black Dahlia murders which ties it into the Cleveland Torso Murders, which is creepy as all fuck. But um, yeah, th- there are, there are a, a bunch of writers out there who I think would be... I'd love to see him do Andrew Vox. Are you familiar with Andrew Vox? No. Andrew Vox... Va- not, not only a great author, a really good man. A really, really good man. I mean, I interviewed him once. And uh, I said something in the article about his wife. His wife used to be, uh, DA, Queens County DA, and she was ousted for political reasons. And I said something really nice about his wife, and he called me up, out of nowhere, just to say, "Thanks for saying that. I appreciate it, and she appreciates it." Um, But anyway, but he wrote. He was he's a lawyer, who specializes in child protective custody cases and he wrote he's written a series of seriously hard-boiled harsh dark mysteries featuring a character called burke and burke has a thing about people who who abuse children and i think
2: of course yeah burke
0: has a thing um and they're, but they're action thrillers and they're, they've they got like kind of a, uh, almost an Ocean's Eleven kind of style because Burke has his crew of people that he works with, like Max the Silent, who's like a seven foot tall Mongolian, um, badass who does not talk, thus the name. Um, and I think it would be a, a great fit for, yeah, I think it's Francisco got, well, you
2: know. Like stuff like that. I mean, it sounds like, you know, detective novel formula, but a lot of times those those authors like like you would say, he's a, lo- he's a lawyer who's, you know, worked on those on um, child protective cases. Yeah. These books end up being kind of like a sort of a form of therapy for these poor guys mm-hmm. who have to see so much horrifying shit. Well, he they, was they, using
0: they, it more as an education. Well, yeah, well, that
2: too. And you you add that to it. And then he's like, probably thinking to himself, how can I, how can I get, you know, purge some of this awful garbage from my mind and make it, you know, make it doing something useful, like being educational and yeah. at the same time, I man, I wish I had this crew of like a giant yeah. Mongolian who could beat the hell out it of was this. Him. You there know. was a
0: there's a character called Mole who lives in a junkyard, and he's kind of like, um, Burke's Q.
2: Yeah. So, so, so this guy's like, got real feelings yeah. tied up in in all of yeah. this, and it's well, well, got to have some.
0: Fox told me that he said if I wanted to just horrify you, right, I would just.
2: Pull files these
0: files i would yeah. just publish my case files um but instead i i want to educate you i want you to be aware of this so i'm i'm sugarcoating the pill by by giving you this action this action movie kind of right. story about this very serious issue that i care a lot about
2: Right, how do I present this without turning people into nihilists? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It, 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 but I, I recommend them. If you can find any of them, they're great. But um, but yeah, we've gone somewhat far afield.
2: I, As we usually do. Burke
0: would fuck Vitaly up. I just want to say that right now. Burke would have none of his shit.
2: Yeah, but, if we had a giant Mongolian in this movie, it would have been yeah. a lot shorter movie. <laughs> would have been a short subject. I
0: have this pic- picture of Max the Silent picking picking up Helmut Burger by the trough of his neck and just holding him up like a puppy.
2: Yeah, swinging oh. swinging his arms like one of yep. those like that old gag where you just hold somebody's head with shoulder arm or shorter arms and they try to punch you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so yeah. So. Um, I would recommend you see this film with the advisor that it's not the most not an incredibly violent film physically if you're going in looking for you know gross things happening to people that's not well there is some that happens but nowhere near as much as you think it is but it's just the tone is so relenting relentlessly yeah. anti-human
2: I don't know like as recommending this as an I wouldn't maybe recommend it as if if you, you're familiar with the genre. Yes, I recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it as an entry point. Oh, <laughs> I no, mean, no, 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 no. Something no. more fun. Find something more well, fun uh, and work Italian your way to it. Would be yeah. good.
0: The boss yes. would be good as an entry yeah.
2: point.
0: Yeah. Uh, Beast with a gun is not yeah. an entry point movie. But if you're already familiar with Italian crime films... This is a pretty good uh, entry. And like I said, it was the last of its directors.
2: if If you're working on easing your way to to uh, thriller a cruel picture, this might be a good yeah. one to you know, midpoint just before you see cruel, thriller a cruel picture. But
0: yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so next next month is December. and I don't know what we we have two possible things we're gonna do for December, so I have not decided yet. Uh, I know that we have to have our friend Greg back to to talk some action movies with us. Um, and I have a, a, a picture in mind if we decide to do a Christmas special. But I will figure that out soon enough.
2: I'm As, looking forward to seeing Greg. I've been watching him on Facebook and his female Rambo versus rednecks movie yeah. looks like it's going swimmingly. It looks very... It looks, uh, it, looks like well, it looks it looks like they're enjoying it looks like they're enjoying themselves on the production. I, I, I've i made friends with a I actually I made friends earlier with a guy who, who happened to be happened into this production. So I'm watching him, too. And mm-hmm. they just seem very happy with how with their work. They seem very like. It seems like it's going very well, so I'm very eager to hear about it.
0: Well, you know, as as we've pointed out in the past, Greg Lamberson has never started a film he hasn't finished and yep. had released. So, um, I'm assuming this is going to be coming out soon because I think it's in post right now. Um, so it is it is going to it was and maybe we'll have to make another uh, commercial for it.
2: Yeah. The, the onset, the onset pictures have looked very, very fun. So,
0: um, but anyway, that's it for for this month. Don't don't try that again.
2: Oh, yeah. No,
0: for Virginia, no, actually, for I'm going to be
2: trying it. not to piss blood for the next month. That's what I'm going to be trying not to do. To tell you the truth, Virginia, nothing personal. Do you
0: think? do you think i built her just to be decorative
2: obviously not no she decorated my ribs
0: yes 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 you know you've got you've got an unwanted tattoo now
1: (sighs) well
2: i'm gonna be enjoying breathe i'll be thinking about you as i'm breathing the next month
0: Well, you go and lick your wounds. Nuke! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled
2: T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com.